0: And as many times where I'm like, God, why did you choose me? I want to close this brand. Like I don't want to do this. I remember those women that are in my DM and they need help. They're mm-hmm. depressed. They have anxiety. Like they're trying to navigate their relationship with God. They're trying to see how they fit in, how to separate from the world. And for me to close off from that, I'm not helping souls get what they need, mm-hmm. you know? Um, So the self-care aspect is so important, especially spiritually and how we're doing mentally and emotionally.
1: Welcome to In A Relationship Podcast. My name is Evie and I'm bringing you the raw and unfiltered walk with God. Don't get it twisted. This is not a struggle life. This is the luxury life. Welcome to another episode of In A Relationship Podcast. I'm your host Evie, as you guys know. And today I'm here with someone I've been following for like, I think like two months, three months. And I like like what she posts. And I'm ready for her to come tell y'all about what she posts because some of us need to hear it. So here, I'm going to
0: let her introduce herself, or maybe I should. Do you want me to? I can answer this myself. It's up to you. Yeah? yeah? No, you can. You can. Okay. On. Hi, guys. So my name is Alicia. I am a Christian blogger and speaker. Um, You can find me over on Instagram at Bougie Faith, and I am just here to really do what God has called me to do. Okay. And uh, what is that? So I am an encourager. Um a couple years ago, like 2013, I remember like Holy Spirit coming to me and telling me that I would use my voice. And in that moment, I was like, nah, not me, not me. And um, he was like, no, you're going to see you're going to use your voice. And so years later, here I am. So this is 10 years in the making. Wow. So he gave you that word
1: 10 years ago? Yes. 2013. So when did you like So when he told you, because uh, at my previous, my previous guest that I had here, um, he didn't mention like how God gave him this idea, like two years, two years before he actually started his podcast. So how long did it
0: take you? So I would honestly say, um. I was kind of pushed into this. So for the longest time, I kind of reneged. I was like, God, ah, you know, this is not me. This is not my personality. I don't like to be center of attention. And um, before he gave me that word, I actually joined social media 2013 and I joined as a network marketer. So during that time, I was able to learn how to tell my story. And so many people... Mm-hmm. Um, gravitated towards that. Yeah. And I would get so many DMs like, Oh my gosh, your words helped me. You helped me through this. You helped me through that. And it was to the point where like people would like steal my words and use them. And so (laughs) even at that point, I still couldn't like see myself doing what I'm doing now. And so I would say, um, 2021 is when I finally said yes. Yeah. And the reason why I said yes is because it took God to sit me down i ended up getting sick and during that time god was like you got to do this you got to change this but you got to answer me Mm -hmm. and i was like okay and here we are
1: (laughs) so like when you said like you he had to sit you down and you said you got sick so are you able to dive in more into that
0: yes so what happened was um Prior to that, I had always been doing other things for other people. So I could celebrate other people. I could be a part of other people businesses. I've been in partnerships. I've done a lot of other things, but not so much on my own. And God had been calling me for a while. Like, you need to branch off. You need to do your own thing. And so um, it was COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was a pivotal moment for my life. And looking back, although I had to go through what I went through, I needed it. So yeah. sometimes we see bad things as like, oh my gosh, God, why are you taking me through this? But it was the blessing that I needed to pivot me to where I am now.
1: Yeah. I I actually love the things that you put out. I was, like I said, I was telling, I be talking about you.
0: <laughs> Thank I you, girl. I am talking about
1: you, but I be, I be talking about you good. Like, Thank I just you. love the things that you post. Like, you're not afraid to, um, Say what it is, like the truth. And I know you recently went to go see my girl. Like I mean, (laughs) yes, Tiffany Montgomery. Yes, Um, and I was saying on my story yesterday. I love how she like she's like Jesus. Yes, when Jesus went out there and the people was just telling him, "Um, "You're not the, you're not God, you're not God, you're not the Son." And he's like, "I said what I said." Right. I like that. Right. How you can the way you do it though is. It's like it's not hard faith. it's Right. Actually, it's bougie faith. Right. You know bougie is like, right mm, like that. But it's still true. Right. Right. And I love I love the fact that you can you can sit there and you can post that. because so not a lot of people will post. Right. That's true. That you post. Right. So how do you find like strength to even do that? Because sometimes even having this podcast, I will say, oh, I want to I want to I want to tell the truth. Like I just want to be able right. to preach the truth. I want to be able to say what it is. But then it's like, uh Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. Like, right. Right. Yeah. I think it's just for me like obedience. Like yeah. I think we have to get to a point, especially during this generation, where we are more concerned about what God thinks and says versus people. And yeah. a lot of us are so o- obedient to people. And whether you are delayed in your do- obedience or you don't answer at all is still no disobedience. disobedience. Yes. And so um in that moment, we don't know how our story or what our gifts that God has instilled in us is going to deliver somebody else. So if I sit back and I don't give what God has given me and don't get me wrong, there's moments where I'm like, I have sat on posts. I have plenty of content and God's like, post this. And I'm like, are you sure you want me to post (laughs) this? Like, but I think for me, one of my my strong traits is leaning into, like you said, that softness of a truth, because we are all not going to have the same delivery. Yeah. And sometimes some people need that hard rebuke and some people need to be kind of rubbed mm-hmm. into it. Um And so my biggest thing is I think that's where my calm and my sweetness and my personality come to be able to deliver a message and people can receive it. Yeah. And I think that's the gift that God has given me. But it is very it's, it takes a lot of co- a co- courage to be that difference. Yeah. Um. But we also have to remember that God set us apart for a reason. He did. So, mm-hmm. yes.
1: Okay, yeah, because um, it, it's... It's, it's cause, you know, you know, Tiffany Montgomery. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: <laughs> and my I'm gonna, girl. I want to get into that. Cause I want to yes. know,
1: I want to know like how, I know, um, you did say you, you're going to share more. Right. You know, when the time comes. So I'm not going to dive in more like too into that. But it's just, it's good to see because it's your personality. Mm mm-hmm. Tiffany's
0: personality. <laughs> completely different. Completely yep. different. Complete,
1: <laughs> like she would just tell the truth. Like, yeah yes. this is like the beyonce thing right she's like rebuke i was like oh okay i was yep. like oh. i was like people are not gonna like that right but she's right. like I, she I don't care, care for people right like, i'm here for god god told me to say this so right saying it so
0: like how what do you do you see yourself in her like do you see er- um religious? so i won't say that i see myself in her mm-hmm. i do i do love her love for God, yeah. right? And her position to be able to say, I'm going to answer God no matter what. And to me, that's very important. It is. Um, And to me, it's important to know the truth even when it's hard for me to accept it, right? And so- I think we all have to realize that there's something in the Bible that that's the fivefold ministry, and we also have to realize what is our position in that, right? Mm-hmm. So Tiffany is a prophet, so her approach versus my approach is going to be completely different. Yeah. And I know a lot of us may know um, Jackie Hill Perry. You know, yes. her approach is different. Really, she's different. a teacher. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. so we're going to get certain things from certain people, and I think what's most important is we don't want to lean in somebody else's approach because mm-hmm. then we're not Operating and who God told us to be. Yeah. So that's the scary part about it. But um I do believe in this time because so many of us either we don't know or we do know and we don't understand how can the things we're doing and participating in can affect us in the long run. Yeah. Right. So um, you know, at the end of the day, for her, I think it's important for her to continue to do what God is calling her to do because she's gonna have to answer Did you tell my people? what mm-hmm. i needed you to tell them yeah and yep.
1: um i like how you say like the the five hold like, the the fivefold ministry, ministry. Mm-hmm. um i did read that in the bible as well there's prophets there's actually prophets and there's teachers correct and yep. there's apostles mm-hmm. so you know how they say like the people will perish because of that na- lack, lack of, of knowledge. knowledge correct so you have that knowledge so you understand so if tiffany or jackie hill perry were to come and they will say the same thing, but different, different approach. Correct. People will condemn Tiffany because they don't know that with prophets, which right. I did learn Sunday. And I mentioned this in my previous recording that um he let us know that pastors and apostles and prophets are different. Correct. They're different on their delivery. Correct. So people wouldn't know that they will condemn her and just basically stop their their healing and their mm-hmm. deliverance because they don't know. There's different approaches. It's like you know right. how your mom will come to you and tell you something. Right. If a stranger come to you, like it's gonna be different. You can't speak to her like that. Right. You no. Know? Right. So I I like how like you mentioned that as well, and um I wanted to say um
0: I am I'm proud of you. Thank you. And and just to go back to. Tiffany Montgomery. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll share a little bit why that was a pivotal moment for me. Mm -hmm. God has been calling me to a higher elevation. And so I have been in a pruning process where I've had to let a lot of things go. I had to separate from a lot of people. I had to stop doing certain activities that would um, shelter me from that or hinder me from that. Mm -hmm. And so during this time period, as you know, I've kind of, or if you don't know, I've kind of slowed up from social media because this is a time for me to really seek God on my next move. Yeah. And on top of that, my approach online is going to shift because now I'm in a higher elevation. So mm-hmm. it's going to require for me to operate in that as yeah. well. And so um, going to see her really, really set the tone for where I'm going spiritually that's so yes that's up there yes (laughs) yes yes so um that was why it was mainly a pivotal point for me but also realizing that she talked about how um our deliverance is attached to our knowledge it is so like you said if we don't have that knowledge it can hinder our deliverance. Yeah. And she also talked about having a divine reset within ourselves, with our bodies, with our mindsets. Um, just overall, like things you've learned about Christianity that may have not been accurate. Mm-hmm. And that's something I had to go through too, like learning to unlearn and then learning again. And, um, the thing about Tiffany, my, my personal connection with her. Or should I say, when I started engaging with her was way before she was as big as she is now. I remember Tiffany when she was on Periscope and she would pray in the dark and not show her face. And from that moment, I realized this woman's heart to God is genuine is Mm -hmm. sincere. She's not out here for you to be like, look at me, look at me. Yeah. And so when I went to cover by God and she came out, the first thing she said was, We're not here to worship here. We're here to we're here to worship Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it took me back to those years ago when I first started interacting with her. And I was like, wow, this woman still has the same heart posture. And so that is something I admire about her. Like, no matter where God takes me, I still want people to see the love of Jesus in me because that's what's most important. It's not about how much money I make, what stage I'm on, what event I'm at what is my relationship with Jesus and yeah. how does that affect you?
1: Yeah, like I like I I love that um like I said, you and her though is two completely different. Yeah. I just love how with you two, um you bring the the soft I don't like I don't like saying soft girl <laughs> like I feel like as as Christians, like we 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 can be soft. We can't. You're right. We, we cannot. We, like we can but then we can't. Right. Because then like it was just I feel like the soft girl in the world, mm-hmm. worldly, it, 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 like it, it depicts like, oh, you have to be just calm, mellow. Right. With your guard right. down. Right. And I know being a, you can't, you can't do that. Your right. Your be down. And that has been the yeah. biggest
0: thing for me is like really learning. I have to have my armor on because mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to be used. Yeah. Right. And so also just a big piggyback off of the soft girl life. We also have to remember we have to go through a transformation. Yeah. It's like the the caterpillar to the butterfly before we can get to that soft spot. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you it's been hard for me since 2018. Like God has been preparing me for this moment. And in those moments, I can honestly say what well, nothing soft but probably my tears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. That was it, but everything else was hard. Like dying to flesh and giving up things that I thought I would never have to give up and separating from people that I thought I would be with forever. So, yeah. Yeah. Because that's something where
1: I I want to be like vulnerable. Right. I want to be able to, you know, someone comes to me and something happens, you know, how Bible the- mm-hmm. is like, oh, you know, be hey, did I upset you? Right. I, I'm not there yet. Right. I'm trying to be there. Right. And people like you uh women like you um it's like an inspiration as well because like okay you're welcome um i see how you do promote to
0: self-care yes so so important so so and it's not just you know my biggest thing about my brand is Mm -hmm. like we're gonna have the nice things we're gonna dress up we're gonna look pretty we're gonna brunch we're gonna do those things but what's most important is how you feel internally and a lot of us are suffering like and as many times where I'm like God why did you choose me I want to close this brand like I don't want to do this I remember those women that are in my DM and they need help they're Mm -hmm. depressed they have anxiety like they're trying to navigate their relationship with God. They're trying to see how they fit in, how to separate from the world. And for me to close off from that, I'm not helping souls get what they need, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so the self-care aspect is so important especially spiritually and how we're doing mentally and emotionally because all of that plays a part in how we show up in our purpose yeah and that's why i encourage that like take care of yourself that's why it took me as hard as it was to be like i gotta turn off my story replies i had to because i I need that that moment with god (laughs) like i need that moment to Pour back into me, so that I can pour into others. Yeah, yeah. Like when you did that. Yes, I I know so many people. Was oh my god. Yes, yes. (laughs) So many, and it was hard. And and that's the biggest thing. Is like another thing with my brand is I tell God like. I still want to be able to honor you. Yeah. That is so important. Like I need my time and my word. I need my time to fast. I need my time to pray so that I can also pour out. But I can also have my armor on mm-hmm. because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come and they they come for whatever reasons. But I have to be able to identify that in a spiritual realm. You yeah. know, so um I do want to ask you this,
1: too, because um I do want to talk about. Cause your lifestyle, your beauty, yes. like your lifestyle, your fashion, mm-hmm. and your I think your health too, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I wanted to I wanna make sure I got all those three right. Yes. So I want to talk about um fashion, right? Okay. okay. <laughs> so obviously you look good. Yes, thank right? you. Um so going off the notion from like
0: wait, you're Haitian too, right? I am black. You're black? Yes. You're not Haitian? No. <laughs> no I'm not but the thing is is like I know a lot of Haitian women and one thing I can say about (laughs) Haitian women that I love and I've always admired when I first moved here I was in the eighth grade I was 13 and one of my first friends was Haitian and I come from a background where it's either you black or white so when I got here it was like oh my gosh this person's Haitian this person's Jamaican like it was a lot for me but anyways I remember how hard of a worker she was And I still see that in women today. Like when I get around Haitian women, it's a different type of drive. It's a different type of motivation. And I'm like, wow, like, God, I need to tap into that. Like, what is that? So Mm -hmm. I would love for y'all to explore that because I see that like y'all go hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that.
1: Okay. Well, well, you're Haitian by association. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) You Haitian now. Right. Well, I wanted to ask because, um, Being grown up Haitian in the church that you know I went to, and I know with certain Haitian churches as well, fashion is something where they connected to God, right? Right. So I wanted to ask you, how important do you think like fashion is when it comes to your walk with God? Like as of you know how to is dressing modern
0: like a thing, or is just like just I don't know. So personally, I feel that it's a personal conviction, right? Um, one thing about me I've learned is like Holy Spirit is always going to tap me on the shoulder and say that's too tight, that's too loose Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be but I think what's most important is how do you feel when you present yourself to the world and one thing about me is like a lot of people are in religion yeah, and that's where we can get so tied up into that where we forget like what does my, where's my heart with Jesus, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Um, And so I think it's personal convic- conviction. I can't tell you not to wear short shorts if you feel comfortable in them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's personal conviction. But I also feel that we are growing in a day and age where as women, we should be able to dress up and not feel like we don't love Jesus because we wear red, red lipstick. Yeah. I've got called out about red lipstick. I've got called about, out, out about makeup. But this is, I don't see... Myself making it an idol, and I also know my posture with Jesus. And I've had people come up to me that I don't know, and they identify me by the fruit in the spirit. So mm-hmm. that's enough for me right there. Yeah, you know. So I feel like it's personal conviction.
1: Yeah, um, I ask that because uh, that's something where I had to get like delivered from, right? Because okay. um, me growing up, like we we had to cover up our ankles. Yes, I, I'm here that. with you, girl. Yeah, I, I had to <laughs> cover up my ankles. I like this would have to be covered right like that so i had to basically get delivered from that and i had to realize it's not about i had to get delivered from religion right
0: yes relationship yes yes so now
1: i'm practicing like doing more relationship over yes. religion correct so that's what i
0: was asking because i know a lot of people they they struggle with that right it, and they yeah. do and and the thing is like going back to tiffany she talked about how a lot of people would call her out about her nose ring and there was a lady that i guess said you know oh i would never listen to her she has a nose ring she has this this that whatever and then it just so happened she came across her video and she said holy spirit told her to listen to the video and it was a video that she needed and so during covered by god tiffany said we have to be mindful not to judge by appearance mm-hmm. because somebody may have something that you need yeah but you're looking at the outside and you're saying oh they don't love jesus because they have a nose ring or they have a tattoo or they wear makeup you know so um i think even for me i grew up the same way i couldn't show my legs my mom was against tattoos. She was against piercings, all of these things. So I did these things behind her back. <laughs> <laughs> that part. <laughs> but um, like I had to wear knee highs. I had to wear stockings. And so in my 20s, I started to explore like I wanted to wear certain things. And I realized quickly, like, although I tried it, it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So I still feel that there's some times, you know, where I want to wear certain things. But again, I always go back to what is Holy Spirit telling me to do. But I did try to wear certain things and I just realized it's not me, girl. Like, it's not you.
1: (laughs) That's true. Like, sometimes I'll put like, I'll put on my shorts and stuff like that. I'll put on my shorts. Um, one shorts, I like a pair of shorts I could wear. Mind you, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's the same amount of like height or whatever. Right. And then one shorts, like, I'll wear. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got the door, and the other one's like, "Girl, take that off." Right. I'm like, "Why it's the- yep. is the? Yeah. We looking, looking <laughs> right, right, like, right, right." He's like, "Girl." I was okay. Well, I take it off. Take it off. Like yep. I um not I like how now I don't I don't condemn myself much correct on how I should dress because I think also too when you grow up around that um the notion of it's about appearance kind of thing yes yes like you 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 become your environment yep you you live that yeah you Mm -hmm. become your environment and then you're as much as you want to say i don't want to i'm not like her i'm not like Mm -hmm. my mom i'm not like my dad but it's like you're like that but how do you say it's unconsciously yep
0: unconsciously yeah i had to realize like you are like what are you doing like you're you're judging. Correct. Stop. Correct. And I think just by what you're saying about condemning, I think that's been the biggest thing in the church is like people condemn, condemn, condemn. And then you feel like I know that was one of the biggest things I had to go through when I went through my healing because I have a daughter, mm-hmm. had her out of wedlock. I know. It was definitely. <laughs> definitely you yeah. was. I knew better. Yeah. Right. And we'll, we'll talk about that down the road. Mm-hmm. But even in that situation, I remember my mom like making me feel like I made the worst decision of my life. Mm-hmm. And so during that period of time, I drew back from God when I should have been drawing into mm-hmm. him. But because this notion of you had a baby out of wed, like God is not pleased, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that. It was like I would talk to God, but it wasn't in depth. Mm-hmm. Hey, God, thank you for picking me up. And that's it, you know? Right. And so it actually hindered my relationship with him. But during that time of me having my daughter, getting out of that relationship, I really learned my personal relationship with God. Yeah. And so now I, I'm not going to let nobody else condemn me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and then another thing I'll say about fashion is I feel that fashion is self-care. Like for me, getting up, getting dressed, doing my hair, like, that is that does something for my mental. That just does something for me all all around. Yeah. So yeah. Okay.
1: So like I know with um, fashion and like self care and the makeup, I'll be trying. Uh, <laughs> like I, look, I I'll wake up. I feel like I I think it's because I'm more focused on how am I going to tackle the day. Correct. And. I was like, yeah, makeup's not that important to mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. but I want to do th- I like I want to do those things. Like I want to get my nails done, right? Like, I want to be able to, um, you know, go out with my like, you know, you look like you look good, right?
0: <laughs> I think what? it's also like you know, for me, what season you're in. Like, yeah, there was a lot of times before I had my daughter, I spent a lot of time in the bathroom. I spent a lot of time doing just dolling myself up. But after I had her, I quickly realized like, girl, you got to find a different routine. So I have my 30 minute routine. I have my hour routine. (laughs) You know, I have those routines for different things. But one of the biggest things I learned is like, what is important to me in this season, Mm -hmm. right? And there's going to be some days where I can't do a full face. Like I just got to put on a tinted moisturizer and go, you know, there's going to be some days where I just pick my go-to outfits, a two piece and we're out or a nice dress and we're out. out, So I think it's just like, you know prioritizing what's important to you right now and then you'll get there when you get there okay yeah <laughs> you'll get there when you get there it's just i'll, I'll get there y'all Yep, you will just
1: not now, now. <laughs> you will but i want to i definitely wanted to uh, to talk about if uh, you you can mm-hmm. um you know having you know your your daughter right with lock-in you know and how'd you feel about that i know um I'm, it's not the same right no. but sarah jake sarah jacobs sarah jake Roberts. yeah sarah <laughs> Jacobs Roberts. <laughs> mm-hmm. don't don't no don't do me y'all but um she i know she mentioned like the shame of how she had her daughter like mm-hmm. way young
0: mm-hmm. so how young were you i was 21 when i had my daughter okay. so i was actually on my own um I think for me, the biggest thing was I felt like I felt myself because there were so many other things that I wanted to work on, like my career and wanted to explore life. And to be honest, I never saw myself being a mom, never saw myself being a mom, barely saw myself with a, a man, like getting married. Like when I grew up and we'll go back to what you said about, you know, you become your environment. When I was growing up, my parents preach, get an education. Like it's academics, it's academics. Yeah. So I had to sit at my table and make good grades and do what I had to do. And so when I had my daughter, it was like a crushing in me because I'm like, wow, like, how am I going to finish school? How am I going to finish college? How am I going to have a career? I have this daughter. So I think it was more so like feeling that I felt myself and knowing that I was better than what I did. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest thing. And I struggled in that mindset for so long. And it took me a while to get out of that mindset to know, like, you can rebuild. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. I'm telling you, it's going to be hard. But don't beat yourself up mentally to where you stay stuck in that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had to overcome. So that was the hardest part for me.
1: Okay. So how? what would you tell, like, the girlies who uh, was ever in your situation or is that is just starting you know, your situation and how it like, what, I know sometimes when things happen, especially us as girls, you know, we're, I'm not going to say we're like super emotional, but right. we, 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 we can tap into our feelings and stuff like that. So what would you say to them? Because I know I, I, I would probably feel like you said, condemning yourself. Right. You're blaming, like you're condemning yourself. So right. what's the love you can send to them? Um, what's the advice you can give to them to know that, okay, like, you know, God still loves you, you know, keep yes. going and, you know, yes,
0: be great. I love that because my brand is actually centered in that. It is for the woman that is looking to rebuild. Yes. And so, um, I would honestly say do a lot of self forgiveness, like, You made a mistake. Forgive yourself. Yeah, I think that is the hardest part is when we don't forgive ourselves and we can't navigate through what we did. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to tell you that Jesus still loves you like we need him every day. He knows we're going to make mistakes. Um, He knows the plans of our lives and he knows why he brought that baby in your life, whether it was in a mistake or not yes and so I think the biggest thing is leaning into also community that can encourage you and help you and support you and not condemn you because that affected me a lot like having people around me reminding me constantly Mm -hmm. you made a mistake you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing that so build your own personal relationship with God and know that there is nothing you cannot come back from with God. Like God is going to be with you here. I, I'm sitting here in my thirties. My kid is 12. She'll, in six years, she'll be 18 and we making it. So yeah. you will make it. It will be a little hard. But one thing about God is he's with the single parent and he's with all parents. Yes. So he's going to get you through whatever you need to get through. But the biggest thing to recovery is forgiving yourself and and not feeling like, God is mad at you because once you go to him in repentance, he forgets it. Mm-hmm. You're the one that remembers and you have to get to a point in your mindset where you don't remember yeah. or you don't allow your memory to affect you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like that. I was, I also too wanted to um, ask as well um, and then like we could have like a conversation about it. Um, I know this topic people are not probably going to like, but you were 21. Yes. When you got pregnant. Right. And there's a lot of young people getting pregnant these days yes. and they're having, you know, the thoughts of, you know, not having the baby anymore. Yes.
0: Like aborting yes. the baby. Yes. Like, did that ever come to like mind? So you? it actually did in full transparency. um, The thing about my situation is, is God is so amazing because I wanted nothing to do with the man and I wanted nothing to do with the kid. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the, and this is how we have to be mindful of the enemy creeping in. And and that's exactly what happened to me when you're in that vulnerable state. Things happen. And so um, I remember that moment when I went to get the pregnancy testing and everything and they told me I was pregnant and I looked at her in shame and she, she saw it and she was like, you know, what's, what's wrong? Like kids are a blessing. I have five kids. And I said, yeah, you have five kids and you're married. Yeah. I, I'm here. I'm still trying to go through college. Like I was not planning to have this child, though this child is here. And so immediately my first thought was, I'm not having it. Mm-hmm. So I walked out of that room and I went to the guy. He was sitting in the, um, the lobby. And Mm -hmm. I told him, I said, I'm pregnant and I'm not having this kid. And then his face just looked sad. And in that moment, I didn't care, you know? So I went on about my, my day, whatever. And that first trimester, I was miserable. And I remember I was at my job and I was looking up clinics, (laughs) looking up clinics. And I know this is just the Lord. And that same night, this lady came in my job and she said, you're, you, you're pregnant. I've never seen this lady in my life. And Mm -hmm. during that time, like we had a lot of repeat customers. I was working in a retail store and she said, you're pregnant and you're not happy with this decision. And she said, but I want you to know, God wants you to keep this baby. Wow. And in that moment, I was still, it still wasn't registered. And I'm like, who are you? Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, you know, I'm still, I'm still in this like limbo period. But after she said that, I went back on my phone and I closed out the clinic and I said, I'm going to have this baby. Period. And so months later, she came back and she brought me a baby book with baby names. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I have never seen her again to this day. But my daughter was here because she's here because God wanted her here. Yeah. But I did think about it. Yeah. In full transparency, I did.
1: I mean, listen, like, not to be funny, but I would think about it too. Right. I feel like, especially if you're in a place where you're 21. Right. um, Like, you you're 21 right you're not married and it's not even that it's more of like your life is about to change right you're about to take care of a whole human being correct and you're like you're at the age where you don't even know how to take care of yourself fully yet correct that is so true
0: that yeah. is so true and I'm glad that you bring that up because a lot of us don't know the weight of being a parent and it's ministry being a, a parent yeah there's so much I have learned like through my daughter and when you're in your 20s you're still growing growing you, you I mean you're growing every day but when you're in your 20s like do you even have the emotional capacity to deal with a kid do you have the mental capacity like you said you're still learning how to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and then to bring on a whole nother human being and then you're out of order because you don't have a husband or you don't have the support that you need it comes with a lot you know so yeah I'm glad you bring that up yeah because I would have right yeah and it's 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 a very it's a very hard decision and that's something that you have to take to the lord and figure it out i mean i wouldn't allow anybody to tell me what to do or not to do Mm -hmm. um now that i'm in the position i am now personally i would have to go through with anything that was to come up and that's just where i am now but then knowing my circumstances knowing the person i was with all of those things those all played a it played a a a uh, it played in the part of me making that decision or not. And so God knew that I needed to hear from him, even though I wasn't as close to him in that period of time in my life. And my daughter's here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah. also to like, um, I want to, I do want to say to the girlies out there who are going through that right now and you don't know what to do. Um, yeah, I would definitely listen to, you know, what is being shared here. I feel like you have to really you can't listen to everybody Nope. and you have to do what's what you think the well you have to do what the holy spirit is leading you to do right and you have to go to god you have to go to god to go to god about it because i feel like he will lead you to the right decision Mm -hmm. where you're not feeling ashamed Mm -hmm. and if you're one of the girlies that did go through with it you know with the abortion like just just know that god still loves you like he don't love you any less. Yes. He knew this was going to happen, by the way. Right. Like, nothing surprises God. Yes. So, um, I feel like don't ever condemn yourself about these things Correct. and be honest about him. Yeah. Um, what I was told to previous recording, like, you know, just be vulnerable and actually be Correct. real with him. Yes. Let him know what you're feeling. Yes. And I think a lot of, a, a lot of us feels like we can't go to God about these stuff because I made
0: that decision to do it. Right. Right. It's like, yeah, that is so, that's really good, powerful feedback. Like, you know, we are all going to have to face God no matter what we do and how we do it and going to him and asking him and, and praying for that guidance, I think is so important. And if you have been through that, um, You know, I'm sending prayers to you. I'm sending love to you. I know it is not an easy decision. And I'm also going to encourage you to make sure you are, you know, um, renouncing anything from having an abortion because there is a lot of spiritual things that come from that. Mm -hmm. But know that Jesus still loves you. And, you know, you learn, learn from what you're doing, because that's what God wants us to do. We don't want to keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Exactly. Like you just. You know, repent about it. And yes. Turn away from it. Correct. And Correct.
1: And I um, I wanted to um dive in more into like how how did you come to God?
0: Like how did you know?
1: All, all of us have our come to Jesus moment. Yes.
0: So what um, was yours? So I grew up in a church girl. Like I always say, if if my parents didn't give me nothing else, they gave me faith. Yeah. So that is something that I just grew up in. Like you know, lived it all out my life. But as an adult. I would say my come to Jesus moment would have been when I had that baby, when I conceived that child. Mm -hmm. um, And after leaving that relationship, I was a mess, right? I had went through a lot emotionally. I had went through a lot mentally. Um, I wasn't the Elisha I knew to be like, I didn't have the drive. I didn't have the motivation. Um, So I had to repair and rebuild and get myself back into relationship with God and going through that heartbreak. And the and the funny thing about it is God never leaves us. Yeah. So even in those moments in that five-year period I was in that relationship and I was, you know, going through what I was going through, Holy Spirit was still whispering to me. Mm-hmm. And I remember even though I wasn't seeking him as I normally would, I remember him even telling me like That person wasn't my husband, that I was out of order and to leave the relationship. So God still is protecting us even when we're in hard things or we don't know how to come out of certain things. And so with that being said, it was me going through that heartbreak and I really had to rebuild and relearn Jesus for myself as an adult, as a young girl, um, 25 years old, and I am... Learning Jesus for myself,
1: yeah, yeah, and I think it's okay to relearn Him. Yes, it's okay to to be like, okay, I didn't, I didn't like this season. Mm-hmm. Let me just redo it. You know, right? Um, that happened to me as well. Mm-hmm. I'm a church girl,
0: yes, through and through, church, <laughs> <listening>, <laughs> through and through,
1: church, and um, I knew I knew of God, but I didn't know Him,
0: know Him, yeah. right. And that's a lot of us because Mm -hmm. we go to church and it's tradition, you know, you go to church on Sunday, you go to Bible study, you read the Bible, you know, you pray, but you don't know him. You don't know his character, Mm -hmm. you don't know that intimacy with him. Yes. 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 That's so good.
1: yeah, I was like, time to start over. That's why last year, um, in December, mm-hmm. I decided
0: to I got delivered. Amen. And thank you, Jesus. And deliverance is an ongoing thing. Yes, it, 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 it is. It is. It is. It's like, an ongoing thing. Yeah, I
1: delivered once. Be prepared to get delivered like thirty more times. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. There's a lot of things that we have to like work on. Work on ourselves. Correct. So, like last year. December, I decided to. The Holy Spirit was put in my heart, anyways, like months before that, to get rebaptized. Yes, and I was like, mm, I don't know, like I'm still doing my thing. Right, right have right. a little have a little sex here and there Let right me, leave me alone right right <laughs> and then um it's when i got de- i didn't tell my sister this but mm-hmm. um it's when i got delivered she was like the holy spirit wants me to tell you like to go get baptized like get baptized wow i said oh my god i said okay i, I guess and then so december on christmas the 25th i got baptized and after that, i said god like these things are going on in my life right now but I'm going to give you a chance to show me who you are. Right. I'm gonna fully dedicate my time to you. Everything yes. to you. I'm going yep. to be full. I'm going to stop going. I'm going to stop cussing. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop, you know, masturbation. I'm going to stop all that stuff. Right. And I need you to show me who you are. The people that are talking about you like this. Yes. I need you to show me. Yes. Me just that. Yep. And like, he's been like, he's been showing me not what I expected as at all. Right. So we have this expectation that this is how the walk is going to go. And then when you're in it, you're like, oh, mm." yeah, a lot of tears. (laughs) Yes. A lot of tears. A lot of blaming myself. A lot of all these things. But God has grown me. I remember I was speaking to a friend and she was like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be healed. I was telling her this, uh, a certain event was going to happen. And she was like, no, because you're not going to be healed in time. I said, God, I said, girl, God could heal me in three months, yep. two weeks, a day if he wanted yep. to. He could do whatever and he wanted to. And he's done literally just that in like six months. Like yep. he's been healing me. Like it's, like I, I would
0: not have the guts to do this. Yes. And it's a beautiful thing because a lot of times we feel like it is up to us to get ourselves together. Mm-hmm. But the more you see God, like you said, the more you turn to him, you say, God, Show me who you are. You're going to start not having a taste for things you used to have mm-hmm. a taste for. Exactly. You're going to like the transformation comes through him. Mm-hmm. And like you said, whatever time he feels he want to take something out of you, he's going to take it out of you. And that's just what it is. Yeah. yeah. I just that's love beautiful. It. I love that. Make yeah. I okay. love that. that. Is, I love that. He's
1: definitely has. Like, he definitely has been good. Like I said, there's certain. Um ways that i used to act i don't act, i don't know more correct like emotionally mm-hmm. i used to be super codependent yeah and i like let's actually let's talk about that yes so <laughs> as, as women you know right definitely women of god i see women women of god as i don't know like i see them 50 50 like the side where they're they're a woman but the mm-hmm. side where it's like they're like uh, like a covering for it's like a that's why you have to be careful who you pick as a a wife. Yes. And a friend. Yes. Because a woman, when a woman goes to bat in like prayer and mm-hmm. in the spirit realm, mm-hmm. like, um, I remember I was watching Prophet Lodi, um, is this thing that he said to, um, this this man he was delivering, mm-hmm. he was basically prophesying over his life. And then his sister, They they don't have a mom. Okay. So um his sister was like praying for him to like, you know, change his life and everything. And when he said this, I would never forget it. He was basically saying how like when a woman goes to prayer in the mm-hmm. spirit realm, God sees it as like basically a mother crying out. Especially mm-hmm. if they didn't have like a mother figure. Right. He seen like he seen the the sister crying out and you know like, as a mother figure, and then God sees that, and God loves, like, oh, yes. Wow. yes, like a woman in prayer, yes. So, I want to speak about We're that, powerful. like we can't listen. Yes. I was codependent. (laughs) A lot. And I was codependent on my friends. I was codependent on like, you know, guys. I was codependent on everybody. Yes. And I feel like that, that really, that blocked a lot of things Mm -hmm. for me. A lot of things. Like I couldn't see myself the way God seen me. Yep. Yep. I I thought I was worthless. Yep. Yep. Like if I'm being treated a certain way, I will take it like, Oh, it's my fault. Now it's a spirit through them. them. Exactly. I have to basically like, God had to wipe the vision, like just yes, make yes. it clear make it plain so as a woman a woman of God like how important do you think it is to be like vigilant when it comes to like your emotions because like I know you said to the, like the you know the father of you know mm-hmm. your daughter um, God told you like that wasn't your husband
0: right like do you believe like that blocked a lot of like a lot of things yes I do believe that I feel that um, you know when we take a chance to be out of order <laughs> We don't know what that's going to come with. And we have to repair from that. And so going back to where you said about emotionally, God made us to nurture. So that's why we need to have those emotions. Mm -hmm. But we also need to be spirit led and not allow our emotions to lead us. And we also have to remember that when we go into marriage, we as women were the help. We mm-hmm. see the things that our husband doesn't see. Yeah. So it is not by surprise that God will honor when we go on our knees and we pray, mm-hmm. you know, because our position. Right. Um, and so going back to my relationship with my child's father, I do feel that certain people you're attached to mm-hmm. can like I was in in prayer the other day and I was talking about how Mm -hmm. they can be destiny blockers Yes, and we don't see that, you know, even friends, even some family members, depending on what the spirit that's operating Operating behind them, Mm -hmm. we have to be mindful of that because it can block a lot of things that we have going on or the things God is trying to get through us or put in us or teach us. Mm -hmm. If we are blinded by what we're entertaining or who's around us, yeah we won't get the fullness of what God is trying to do. Yes.
1: So um, I did want to get more into that too, because um, you did, you did post about that on Instagram and I would to right. swipe up like, oh my God, I was okay. I like,
0: <laughs>
1: but I just screenshot now. I got y'all. Yes. Now I just, I just, I just at you just like, just so you know, like I, I seen it and right. I hear you. But um, when God tells you, Listen, like when God tells you and that's why it's important too. like I said, to pray for discernment. Yes. And not just like any discernment, just pray for God's discernment as well and God's wisdom. Right. Because if God's telling you to cut out somebody and it is going to look so like, like what? Yes. It's like your best friend. What? No, that's yes. my best friend. God. Yes. The whole time like you don't know what's going on with the best friend yes because i'm always like my mom always says this and i'm always remember like you can see the person here but you don't know what they do at home right you don't know what what they do behind you know closed doors that's true so um we have to realize that god sees everything yes he does yeah everything that we 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 don't see he sees it right like everything so when he tells you to cut this person off Mm-hmm. Us as humans, like you know, remember, we're, we're like yeah, no, that's my best friend, like, right? Maybe that's not right. God telling me. And then I, the, the the one thing I love about God is how he he, like his words remain the same. Like, yep it continues, yes. it continues. Like He doesn't change like it. You'll get it tomorrow. Yep. You'll get it in three hours. <laughs> He'll keep telling you yes. until you like, okay, Obey. I hear you. Yes. And I love like how TikTok, I mean, I don't like to, now I don't like to, you know, connect things with algorithm. Correct. But I, I still do kind of feel like sometimes like God will speak like that you. Yes. Like you'll, you'll like, you'll, you'll speak something with him mm-hmm. in private. And then like, when you go on TikTok, it's just like, Yep. yep and then time after time like you'll just get the, the same word that's how right. you know too like it, it is god too because right. it's like when you finally do it it's just like okay yeah i hear you god yeah so i don't know like i i definitely agree with that now i agree with that yes before i was like okay yeah i know yeah um
0: now when god tells me yeah girl you got to you gotta do what you gotta. I said, okay, God. Yes, and and you know the thing is, it's like with obedience, I've I learned that the hard way, and a lot of us have to remember, like depending on where God wants us and where He's called us. Not saying that some people are better than others, yeah, but our positions are a little different, right? And so, like for me, when I learned that. Younger, When I was younger, I didn't realize why I couldn't be in certain environments. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that inkling from the Holy Spirit, and we all do, some of us, it's just, it's just clouded. Like we're not willing to get out the distractions and listen. Mm-hmm. But another way you can tell is paying attention to your body. Your body speaks. Yeah, so if you're around someone and you instantly always feel off or you get a headache or you feel sick or whatever it is, and you constantly get that, that is a spirit you may want to take to prayer. Like, God, what is this? Who is this person? You know, what are they doing? Um, Because we as women, we have intuition. We do. God gives us that for a reason. But sometimes when we are broken or Mm -hmm. we've we've been in a lot of hurt, trauma, whatever, sometimes our tuition can be a little off. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's important for us to heal and go through that. But back to what I was saying, I remember being younger and anytime I would like go out where there was a club or anything, something would always happen to me but everybody else would be alright everybody yeah. else would be fine but I'm the one that something's happening and so I didn't realize until actually maybe a year or two ago why that was and that was because God didn't call me to be around those people and be in those environments mm-hmm. you know so he had like you said he'll keep doing things or he'll allow things to happen or he'll keep speaking to you until you get it you get and it, for yeah. me it took me a very long time to obey because I always heard I just never obeyed obey, yeah. and so in those moments Moments, I remember I could have saved myself a lot of trauma, a lot of hurt when I just would have got a, got away from those people or those environments. But That's I true. stayed because, mm-hmm. like you said, this is my best friend. You know, we've been rocking since I was sixth grade. Would, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, or this is my, you know, my cousin. You know, we cool. You know, we've done a lot of things together or whatever the case may be. And then for me, my biggest thing, like, I'm a loyal person. So I would allow mm-hmm. my loyalty and my care for people yeah. to lead. And it wasn't until I got into therapy that I was like, everybody don't deserve that type of loyalty, like mm-hmm. I gotta put boundaries on that, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah. Oh okay, yeah, because um, and I wanted to
1: also. I'm gonna piggyback on therapy as well. Yes, because your girl is in it too. Yes. <laughs> um this this is something that I struggled with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think till now, okay. I kind of still do struggle with it. Before it was like it was just major. For me now, it's just like okay, I think I'm getting it. I think I don't, but. How do you, like, do you, how do you hear from God? Like, how is it, is it something that's different?
0: So each I think, I I honestly think that God speaks to us differently, mm-hmm. but we all can hear from him. Okay. So for me, the way God speaks to me is through confirmation. Okay. So I will Have something with him, you know, him and I, like you said, Mm -hmm. and then God will confirm it through people I've never talked to about this situation. Mm -hmm. Maybe through something I read, like if I'm in the Bible, I might read something and come across it, Um, maybe through a song, maybe Mm -hmm. through a sermon. So for me, it's a lot of confirmation. And one of the biggest things that I know I needed to work on is when I hear God the first time. I don't need to keep saying, okay, God, confirm this, confirm this. I know you're going to confirm it. Yes, he's going to confirm it, but I need to be able to be in position to say, he said it and that's just what it is. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I also know that God knows, okay, my daughter is in this position, so I'm going to confirm these things for her. Yeah, but- one of the biggest things is you'll know when like somebody comes to you, they have no idea what you've been going through, which what, yeah. what, and then they're like, "Hey, you need to do this," and then God speak through other people, yeah. So,
1: yeah, that's my take on that. I was gonna say too, like with um, God confirming. I have a habit of. And I know we all do. Um, A habit of God confirm this, confirm that. Mm-hmm. He sends a confirmation. Um, maybe it was a coincidence, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> right? You maybe gotta say
1: it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like what you need to realize is God don't have to do that. Nope, He doesn't. He, does he doesn't. Like God could literally give you something and don't give you no confirmation right. at all. At all. I would say God, don't please don't do that to me. Yes, please favor <laughs> me and give you confirmations. Yes. But you have to listen to them. Yeah. Like you can't just keep asking, asking. He's doing these for you because He loves you. Right. And God is a God of He's like. He's just as well. Right. So I would say like, yeah, because uh, that's me. Yep. <laughs> I'll confirm it one more time, please. Yep. Send Same it, here. Send it to this person. Yeah. Send it to that person. Same here. And then when here. he does exactly that, i like,
0: hmm, send one more. Right. <laughs> just in case. And you know, I mean, and it's, you know it's funny you bring that up because I was in therapy. And we were talking about um, I, I can't remember exactly what we're talking about, but we were in therapy and she said, Elisha, how many times are you going to go to God and ask him to confirm it <laughs> when he's already confirmed it? Now you just need to ask him, OK, God, line this up. Mm-hmm. You know That's what I mean? I know, and yeah. so she was like, a lot of times we can block things by constantly sitting in that confirmation period yeah. when we just need to move on to like, God align this. Okay. Mm-hmm. You said this. So align it for me, align yes. it in your way, align the path that you want I me to that. take. Yeah. And so I went through, but I think that's also because I used to be a overthinker, a huge that's, overthinker. That's me. So sometimes a lot of things that we do in how we react with God Or have that relationship with God is because of the traumas we've been through Mm -hmm. or the things we've been through or what we've been, um, conditioned to do. And so I knew that was part of my problem is that I was an overthinker and I'm very analytical. Yeah. And I like to make decisions with thinking things through first. Mm -hmm. And so when God is saying, Hey, do this right now. And I'm like, God, I ain't had time to think this through. (laughs) You know what I mean? So yeah, so that was something my therapist gave me. She was like, we need to stop going and. And she's a Christian, so she's like, you, you have, you have your confirmation. Mm-hmm. Stop asking him that. Yeah. Now ask him to give you the wisdom and the guidance and the alignment of which way you need to go. Yeah,
1: I love that because like, so, um, that happened to me with quitting my job. Um, yes, God. that's a big one. Yes.
0: That's <laughs> Listen, it. that's where I've been. Let, yeah. Let, let's back up, right? Quick. Yes. That's where I've been right now. Like for two years. And I was so close in one time. I was like, okay, I'm going to pack my stuff and go. And I heard God mm-hmm. and, and it's, this has been the hardest season because I feel that he has told me it's time to go. Mm-hmm. But usually when I go, it's like I, I either get fired or I have a job backed up. Backed up. Mm-hmm. But now it's like. God's saying, it's time for you to go, but it's been quiet. Like, I don't see no backup plan. Right. <laughs> I'm like, so God, what do you want me to do? And so I feel like I've been in this space of like holding this job because God really wants me to step out, but I'm not there yet. Oh, geez. Yes. I stepped
1: out. <laughs> I stepped out. I left. I left. Yes. This, this is how I left, y'all. I put in my two weeks. I only did a week. See? I was like, I don't know. Like, God told me, like, it came out of nowhere. That's how I know it was God too, because it just came out of nowhere. I was so comfortable. See. But I know I'm not called to like be at a job and working for people. I've always told people this. I told my best friend this. I told everybody this. I'm not supposed to be working for I don't that's right. not me. Right. So um out of nowhere, cause everything's coming, like the the podcast, and I'm in school now mm-hmm. and then my other business. I'm like, God, like I'm gonna know? he's like, quit your job. I said, Yeah, no. Yep. I don't have no backup yep. and it's hard to find a job these days. Yes, like,
0: nah. yes
1: yes I'm like, I kept getting like confirmations and confirmations and not pertaining to the job but more of like when God tells you like just do it mm-hmm. you know don't and I'm like, okay. I'm like okay I was like okay God I don't want to stay stuck and not move right so I'd rather just move and then you fix it if, even good. if it's the wrong move like That's you good. fix it you That's turn so around good. for my good so yes. I'm like okay I, I was like okay I'm doing it so literally that day I put my two weeks in and I'm like okay guys so I went back Monday I said yeah no I'm leaving like yep. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here any longer and then I'm like now so like, now good. I'm just sitting like okay yeah God. so what I'm gonna do now so I'm applying to like part time jobs mm-hmm. and mind you I told myself like this job will be the last job I work for. Right. I'm not working for no job. That's the same thing for, yeah. th- for me here. And then now I'm like, God dang, I wish I never said that because now I'm looking for a job. <laughs> I need to pay for my car. <laughs> right. I need to pay for my insurance. Like, how am right. I going to like, God, I'm going to need you. Right. I probably last night about that. Right. And I was like, dang, so did I hear you for real? But then um, I had to realize too as well that sometimes we will do, like God would tell us to do things mm-hmm. and there it, it will be no blueprint behind yes. it. Right. Amen. And it's like, don't expect it to look a certain way. Correct. Because what if he's trying to work, you know, work in something like, through you. Correct. Like what well, I know is for me is trust and faith. Yes. Yes. If I had yes, a backup plan. Yes. Well, what's the point of trusting God for yes. my next, for my right. car payment? Right. Because
0: I need my car. Right. Right. Insurance. And that's so, why yeah. God never gives us like the whole picture. Yeah. Never gives us the whole picture because if he did, then we wouldn't have to trust him. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't need faith, you yeah. know. And it's, it's um, I love that you said that sometimes he doesn't give us like the next step or the blueprint mm-hmm. or you don't want to get so involved in, okay, what does this look like yeah and the same thing for me when i started this job two years ago i remember when i first started god said you you won't be here long and this is gonna be your last the job same thing to me, and so yes. and when i told you i have never experienced warfare the way i have mm-hmm. in this job yeah. i was like okay this is all making sense you know mm-hmm. but i haven't taken the leap yet <laughs> girl take it <laughs> Come, yes. come with me.
1: Come, yes. come with me. <laughs> so. I, need, I need
0: somebody to to be there with me. Yes. But um uh
1: I one last thing before like, you know, we, we close out, we go. But I wanted to definitely uh therapy. Yes ma'am. Um do you think it's important to have a Christian
0: therapist? I think it's very important. Yeah. So can you because um our faith is our foundation. Yeah. Right. And one of the biggest things I've learned and another reason why I'm in my brand and I feel that God has called me to my brand is because I want to see other Christian women, not only heal and, you know, go through their journey of recovery and rebuilding, but we need more Christian services. Yeah. It's a different, uh, it's a different feels, a different environment. When you go to somebody and you know, they, they, they believe the same way you Mm -hmm. believe, you know, Um, and the most important thing is that this person will be able to speak to not only what you believe and how you believe, but also speak to the, um, the psychological aspect of that yeah. and tie in the two yeah. in. And that's very yeah. important. And one of the biggest things the other day, um, speaking of which I haven't like shared this publicly, but I started my daughter with therapy, right? Oh. And then we're doing that's a group good. approach together. Yeah. And so when we were going through the questionnaire, one of the things that she asked was, um, how does religion play in your, in your lifestyle? Yeah. And I said, it's very important. Our faith is very important. And she said, and this was like such a highlight moment for me because I'm going to write about it. Mm-hmm. She said, does your, she asked me, did my daughter go to church and all that? And she said, does your daughter consider her faith when she makes decisions? Mm. And that was just like golden for me. That's a good so. One. How can we have a therapist, but we're not considering our foundation? Yeah,
1: because like it, it it makes a lot of sense as well. Because what if you want to talk about, you know, how God gave you a word and you're struggling about it? Like you can't go to your regular therapist, like, right? She's gonna be like,
0: right? She's gonna give you what she believes yeah, or nothing at all. Exactly, and then it's like you don't have the distinction between faith and you know psych- psychological she's just only on the health mm-hmm. approach and I feel that they both work together even in the church I want I want the church to get to a point where they consider both yeah. because one thing I learned about my healing is that I healed my soul I healed my spirit Amen. but I was still struggling mentally mm-hmm. and that is where the therapist aspect came in, yes. helping me to restructure my thoughts, helping me to rewire my brain. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that helped my my healing journey. So they both went in hand in hand. Mm, yeah. Um, and another thing I love about my therapist is that she can reference scripture for me and I she can that. give me insight yeah about things I'm dealing with because she's in connection with God you know mm-hmm. and one of the be- the most beautiful things that I've learned is she's also able to tell me when I'm wrong spiritually yeah and that's a, that's it's amazing it's a blessing, it's yeah. a blessing yeah. you know and there's been moments right and sat in the session and she's like well I think I want you to do this and I'm like you know what I mean? I'm I like, like yeah. So it's a different. Yes, I could definitely <laughs> share. So it's a different approach, and it mm-hmm. keeps us accountable in our faith walk because we have to be even in this day and time. We have to be very careful about who we're listening to and mm-hmm. where we're receiving information okay. from because a lot of people don't believe like we believe. Yeah, and then we can be wrapped up into something, and now we're dealing with more demons mm-hmm. and more, you know, warfare and stuff because yeah. we didn't open ourselves up to something that's not right. And yeah. I feel that. Spirit, uh, therapy is such an intimate thing. Like you're open about so many things, so many things and so yeah. many things can come up. Like mm-hmm. there's been times where my therapist has prayed for me on a session. You know what I mean? Okay, so yeah. those things are important where they can stand in the gap for you, not only as your therapist, but in the kingdom.
1: Yeah. And I think too, it's also important that you guys have the same beliefs as yes. well. Yes. Cause yeah, that's not going to go well. Yeah, well. Exactly. So, and then also to, um, Knowing who to take advice from, yes, just because their profession does not make them godly. That's like, true. Godly wise, that's true. Because there's or a, there's a, a world wisdom. Yes. And there's godly wisdom. Yes. So don't fall into the trap. And I get it. Like being Christian, it it, it does set you apart. I mean, that's what God has called us here to do. So right. Set apart. Right. So you have to do certain things a different way. Correct. And Correct. You that's cannot so have a therapist where just like she's giving you worldly wisdom. Yes. And you're Christian. So you're taking that now, like, boom, you have spiritual warfare. Right. And you're thinking like, I'm so confused. Like, where am I getting this from? Right. It could be just the person you're going to every week about it. Right. That's true. I would definitely too, if you're thinking about going to therapy to, to ask God, you know who to pick. Yes. So, yeah. And then also too, therapists don't, don't,
0: it don't have to be one therapist. Like sometimes you go through many. Yes. This is my, I'm glad you said that because a lot of us feel like we go through therapy in, We have to stick with that same person, Mm -hmm. but you shop around just like you shop around for your hairstylist, your nail tech, find the person that works for you and be okay with leaving them. One of the, the things I loved about my therapist when I first had my intro with her, she said, well, if I'm not a good fit for you, I'm fine with knowing that. And she was like, I'll even give you some other recommendations. Yeah. So if you have a therapist that's not willing to let you go you mm-hmm. pray about that gonna go, go exit yeah. left <laughs> get up out of there gotta go yes but fast. definitely shop around and find somebody that's for you and don't give up because like she said it does take a few for you to realize okay this is the one yeah because i've been through three already so yeah.
1: it it happens and i'm i'm really happy you was able to be here today yes me too So speaking thank to you the for having, having me welcome, I, was like, I, gotta I gotta have her yes thank you
0: for her. having me i'm i'm so happy to be here to have shared the light God has put in me. So, wish you all much love and faith, and please take care of yourself. Take yes, care of yourself. Like please. you only get one life. Take care of yourself. Yes. So, uh, thank you so much for
1: being here, and thank you yes, guys ma'am. for listening. And stay tuned for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to follow In a Relationship Podcast on all social media platforms. Remember to love on somebody today. Till next time, God is love.